Hello guys, welcome to As If The Podcast with your host, me, Asia My Queen. Today I am coming to you guys with a story time. This is the first story time that I've ever done here on the podcast. I know I do a lot of stories to make a point and shit like that. I saw a post on Instagram about telling people not to point out other people's scars and stretch marks and stuff like that because it's summer they will be shown a lot more often, which was an interesting post for me because I've lived a lot of time not really loving my scars and stuff like that. So I thought I would just come on here and tell a story about what happened, how these scars got onto my body, what's popping, what's good. Wow, this is a little nerve wracking. I'm a little nervous. Okay, anyways, so the other day this guy commented on my picture on Twitter and was like, I love that you rock your scar. As if it was something that I can take off and put back on. Which, you know, it was definitely, I really for sure took it as a compliment. But it's something that's so weird when people point it out because I no longer really notice it as often as other people, maybe because it's been on me for a few years. So I have one scar on my stomach so it's going down vertically on my stomach. And then I have another one that's more of like a circle on my shoulder. Um, and I have a couple on my side as well, but those aren't usually seen as often as the two that I just pointed out. So on October 10th, 2004, I was shot in a drive-by. My cousin and I would always spend the night at my grandma's house. This particular night, my uncle came over and wanted to, I think he was the one who wanted to go to the liquor store. I'm not too sure if it was my grandma or my uncle. That doesn't really matter. We ended up at the liquor store. Um, I remember that night very, very, very vividly. I remember getting bad feelings about going out that night. I remember thinking to myself, this does not feel right. But I woke up my cousin and was like, hey, we're going to the store. So she gets up. We get in the car. My uncle is blasting music. Like so loud that I couldn't feel my own body. You know when people's systems are just so obnoxiously loud that you're just like, am I even like here? I felt like I was like floating. It was so loud. So my uncle was driving. My grandmother was in the passenger seat. I was behind my grandmother and my cousin was to the left of me. I look over to the left and see four men in a bed of a truck and they start giggling and pointing at us. And I'm like, oh, this doesn't feel right. So I immediately look over to the right side of me out this window, out, out the window to the right of me, <laughs> and boom, I saw black. And then things started getting blurry and then things started getting really fast. And I scream and my grandma turns around and she's like, what the fuck? Like, what's going on? And... I'm looking at her like, I don't know what just happened, but my eyesight went out and then now it's blurry and I look down and I don't have any legs and I'm like, oh my God. 
So I feel my legs. I can physic. I could feel them, but I can't see them. And I'm like, and I remember looking over at my cousin and my cousin goes, Asia got shot. And I'm like, what? And I turn around and my seat is filled with blood. When we arrived to the hospital, my grandma, I've always been bigger than my grandmother since the age of, I would say at this time I was nine. So since the age of, I would say even seven, eight, I've always been, I've been taller than my grandma. And she picked up my cousin because she, of course, couldn't pick me up again. Like I said, I'm a lot bigger than she is. She picked up my cousin took her inside of the hospital because my cousin got a piece of the car in her. So when the bullet went through the door, a piece of the car broke off and went into my cousin and the bullet went into my shoulder. When my grandma brings my cousin in, my uncle follows my grandmother out into the hospital because he's frantic. Remember, I just got shot. We're kind of going a little crazy. I know this sounds dramatic, but I remember sitting there looking up at the stars and being like, wow, this just happened. And just like looking around, being like, it didn't feel real at all. It felt, it didn't feel real. It wasn't real. It was not real. For some reason, the hospital couldn't operate on me, so they had to air vac me to a different hospital. So they get me into the bed, take off all my clothes. Y'all still have my rings, my necklace, and my mom's shirt, by the way. I get into the bed, and then they put me into a helicopter. Once I get inside the helicopter, I don't remember the rest. I think they put me to sleep. But I do remember when we were up in the air, I woke up and I heard the nurses screaming. And once they saw me, once they saw that I woke up, they were like, she's up, she's up, she's up. And he was just sitting there like, how are you doing? Are you okay? And I'm like, I'm okay. I'm okay. I remember looking down and seeing all the lights. Like I'm really, I'm, I love looking down when I'm up in the sky and seeing just everything and seeing just how small we are in the grand scheme of things. It's just kind of crazy. When I got down, I then, this part gets a little emotional. When I got back to the hospital, I saw my mom and it was just, it was good to see her. That's it. It was good to see her. They had to figure out what organs were damaged by the bullet. So they had to cut me open. So that's where this scar comes from. As far as this scar, of course, this is where the bullet entered my body. It also got stuck in my back. So I have another scar on my back. It's not too, too far from my spine. So that could have been really bad as well. Um, I had to have the bullet in my back for 
a minute now that I think about it. I was actually in school and going to daycare when I still had a bullet in my back. When you're doing all these operations and uh, fixing everything physically and I heal, I'm able to get up and run again and bend back and do all those type of things. My mental was still so fucked up and I didn't even, I didn't even know I knew why, but I don't think I knew that it could be fixed or something that I could live without. I didn't think I could live without shame of my scars. I didn't think I could live without fear of being shot again. I never thought I could live that. Um, I still fear being shot sometimes, like... When, they're, when I'm around certain people or are in certain areas that remind me of that night, I do get a little bit of PTSD from that. But when it comes to shame for my scars, I feel none. I was getting injections in both scars so that they could flatten out and then eventually be cut off. Before I started getting those injections, my mom would always tell me that my scars tell a story. And I'm like, listen, ma'am, I don't want to tell a story. I want to wear bikinis. <laughs> okay. And so I started getting the injections. And then one appointment, the doctor was like, okay, so after these injections, then you're going to have to do this, this, and that. And then I was like, this is a lot of work. And if you know me, you know, I don't like doing a lot of work, like especially operations and stuff. I've been done that. I'm over operations and, and putting downs and, and all that shit. I'm over it. I'm booked. I'm done. I'm done being put under knives and cut open here, slashed here. I'm, I'm good. Love enjoy. Like, we're good here. I kept telling my friends, I was like, oh, this amount of time, I'm not going to have any scars. This amount of time, I'm not going to have any scars. It was like a countdown. So when I showed up to my appointment and she told me that there was more to do after this amount of time that I had been telling my friends, I was so tired. And I was just tearing up like, this is really going to have to be it. And then ever since then, I never wore clothes again. <laughs> like, it was just like that. Like, I was like, oh, fuck this shit. Like, I cannot keep living like this. I cannot keep living like in the closet. I, I'm coming out. Ha ha. I want the world to know. To conclude today's episode, I would like to say, just love yourself. Love yourself for who you are today. Because yesterday is gone. Tomorrow is not promised. Guys, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast as if the podcast with Asian My Queen on Apple and on Spotify. You could also go on YouTube and subscribe to my channel, Asian My Queen. You will be seeing vlogs and um, visuals of the podcast episodes and guests and things like that. So that's awesome too. Um, you guys love yourself. I love you all. Thank you so much for listening, watching, whatever you're doing. Thank you.
God bless. Bye-bye. <laughs>